Hey everyone, it's Dorenda Wilson, wife to one, mom to eight, nana to seven, and 25-year veteran homeschooling mom. I am here bringing you another episode of the Dorenda Wilson podcast. Today, I'm going to be answering a couple of questions that moms have sent me. A while back, I asked the question on social media, if you could ask a veteran homeschooling mom anything, what would it be? So I have a whole list of questions that I'm slowly working through. Today, I'm going to be talking about, did you feel socially deprived? And I think they're talking about the mom there. And the other question is, how do I develop connections? Because we all know that community is crucial and support is important as homeschooling moms. But before I dive in, I want to let you know um, about my book, The 4-Hour School Day. If you haven't checked that out yet, um, it is called The 4-Hour School Day, How You and Your Kids Can Thrive in the Homeschool Life. It's based on my 25 years of experience homeschooling our eight kids. Seven are now graduated. I show you why you don't have to force your kids to spend hours slaving over bookwork all day in order to have a rich, full education. I take the overwhelm out of home education and show you how doable it really is. This book is packed with inspirational ideas that will equip you to be able to home educate in a way that is custom fit for your family. It's a huge encouragement to families who are new to homeschooling or who are already homeschooling. I've even heard from veteran homeschool moms who love this book. One of them read the whole thing in one sitting, and she said, these things in this book are things that I would write in a book if I wrote a book. And these are also things that I tell younger homeschooling moms, but I forget. So it was really affirming and encouraging for them as well. So the four-hour school day is available on Amazon, at your favorite bookseller, or on my website, DorendaWilson.com. All right, so let's dive into the first question. Did you feel socially deprived? Okay, I remember there were certain points at which I said to my husband, how can I feel lonely in a house full of people? How can I feel so lonely? So the answer to that question is, I did feel loneliness. I don't know if I'd call it socially deprived. Maybe that's that's another word for it. But I did feel lonely at times. And the truth is, I've never actually been um, overly dependent on being in social situations. I am outgoing and I love people. Um, but even in spite of that, I like I said, I've never been overly dependent on being in social situations. I think one of the reasons for that is because I grew up in a home where family was priority. And so that's just something that's always been sort of um, already in place when it comes to uh, how I see family life. Um, Sorry, I had to turn off my air conditioner. But I see family life as a priority, um, raised that way. And so I sort of took that into um, my child rearing and homeschooling years with my own kids. But yes, I did feel lonely at times. At the same time, I also assumed there was a certain amount of difficulty and struggle that was just going to come with what I had chosen to do. You know, there's a saying that. Nothing good comes easy. 
And so it was in those moments that I realized, yeah, this this is this is this is some of the hard of homeschooling. This is some of the hard of being a parent. And so again, I didn't really look at trying to seek out um, socialization to fix that problem. I think at the end of the day, um, it really forced me to press into the Lord. Um, I will say I did have a really good friend. Her name was Jana. And for several years, especially when the children were very young, and that can be very exhausting and you can feel very lonely during those times. And and when I say mm-hmm. that, you know, there was that loneliness and and um and I and I mentioned that, you know, I just felt family was a priority and I knew that hard times were part is, I don't want to say that you shouldn't feel lonely, that that's a feeling you shouldn't have or that you shouldn't do something if you feel lonely. But I think expecting to feel fulfilled all the time as a mom or a homeschooling mom, that that's just not, that's not really the reality of what we're doing because what we're doing is hard work. And yes, on the flip side, there is so much gratification and just um, a fulfillment that really nothing else can bring. But like I said before, there are difficult pieces. And for some people, maybe the the lack of socialization is a real struggle. And so you have to pray through and figure out for yourself what works best for you. So I would periodically be proactive, you know, as the Lord led and and call a friend. Maybe I would just even pick up the phone and say, hey, do you want to meet me for coffee? Or ask my husband, can I go out for coffee with somebody? Or um, you know, can you watch the kids while I go do that? Or can I get a babysitter or whatever? Um, or can you know, I'd work it out with him. He worked at home, and that's why we would tend to have these conversations between us um, in making that decision. And he was always very supportive, but sometimes it just didn't work out. And then I had to trust that God had the right thing at the right time. And like I mentioned before, I did have a friend that I could pick up the phone and call. Um, And most of the time, she could visit with me. She had several children as well, um, but we were both pretty social and outgoing. And so we kind of both needed it. So when we could, we really tried to make that happen. But there were times she couldn't talk either. And, And I found myself thinking, wow, everything I'm trying just isn't working. And at that point in the game, I really have to say, all right, Lord, clearly that's not what you have for me right now. So I just asked that maybe um, he would just bring what I needed when I needed it. And maybe I shouldn't assume that I knew what was best and what I actually really needed in that time of loneliness or maybe feeling socially deprived. And so again, I would say, Lord, I feel like this is what I need. And so I'm coming to you and I'm asking you um, to meet this need, if this is what it is. And if this isn't what it is, would you bring along exactly what I need? And you know, he was so faithful to do that. So, you know, at the end of the day, I guess uh, there's a big difference between going through the struggle and turning to the Lord and really trying to trust him and looking to him for wisdom as to what is the best fit for this particular day, this particular situation, versus trying to maybe control everything and make everything um, the way we think it should be. Now, sometimes it's really wise. We're exercising wisdom by saying, you know, I know for me it's really important 
to get together with a friend once a week. And I've done that before. I have done uh, Bible studies where early Saturday morning, a bunch of us moms got together at a coffee joint before you know the weekend sort of got going. And we did a Bible study on experiencing God. And that was one of my uh, most favorite memories with a group of mom moms and a Bible study. So there are lots of different things you can do. Um, and we do need to pay attention to a certain amount of self-care, but we need to be led by the Lord in that self-care. Sometimes God asks us to do hard things. Sometimes He asks us to walk through. He calls us to walk through times of loneliness because He wants to do something really, really good. And so at the end of the day, you know, sometimes God has us in training and that that difficult, socially deprived, lonely time in our life turns out to be one of the most precious, beautiful, wonderful gifts that God has given us. And we don't maybe don't realize it in the moment, but we realize it down the road when we look back. And I had a friend say to me once, um, you know, there was a difficult situation in our lives. And she said, I think that this is actually a beautiful gift from the Lord wrapped in a really ugly package. And so sometimes God gives us gifts that don't look like gifts to start with. And this can be one of those things. So I just, uh, so just, you know, trust the Lord, press into him, ask him what he has for you. Let him provide for you exactly what he needs. I think about those verses uh, in the Old Testament that talk about the Israelites needing manna. They needed uh, their daily sustenance. And our daily sustenance can look a little bit different each day because depending on what's going on, and God knows all of that. He knows all. He sees all. He's omniscient. He's omnipresent. He knows. And so we can we can go to him and trust him to meet our needs and give us the manna that we need for that particular day. Okay, the other question, how do I develop connections? Now, again, this is another um, sort of open-ended, sort of broad question because it depends so much on where you are, um, gosh, where you live, um, how close you are to people, what your connections already are, what kind of mom you are, introvert, extrovert. Um, So there's a lot of there's a lot of um, questions that would go into actually answering this question. And in chapter 15 of the four-hour school day, I talk about how community is crucial, um, that finding your tribe is important. And I give a little introduction and tell a little bit little story about a couple of different instances in my life where God helped me develop connections or walk away from something that wasn't good for our a good fit for our family at the time. And then I go in, on to talk about knowing your priorities because I think that's actually the number one thing we need to pay attention to when it comes to developing connections. Know your priorities. And so in that particular section of the book, I ask several questions. There are about nine or 10 questions here. Things like, what season of life are you in? What are you hoping to find in a homeschool group? Are you looking for socialization? Is the setting a good fit for your child? So those are just a few of several questions that I ask in chapter uh, 15 of my book to help you hone in on how it would work best for you to develop connections. Now, some other ideas 
are things like you can always start with a Google search. Word of mouth is a great way to find homeschooling communities. You just let people know that you homeschool and you're looking for other families that homeschool. You can call some local churches and ask if anyone in their congregation homeschools so you can reach out to them. If you know someone who homeschools already, reach out to them and ask. Um, It's really about just being resourceful, asking questions, being willing to put yourself out there. Don't take uh, closed doors as rejections. Pray over all of it first and ask the Lord to only open the doors toward the connections and relationships that He has for you in this particular season of life. You know, homeschooling families are very, they tend to be very well connected and they can be a great resource. And like I mentioned before, I have a list of questions in the four hour school day that helps parents find more specific direction as far as what kinds of homeschooling organizations or groups will work best for them. I also have a podcast called How to Start Your Own Co-op, and this is a very simple approach. Um, I have Nancy Manos from, uh, she was the, she headed up the Arizona uh, Family Home Educators uh, group in Arizona State. They're in the Phoenix area. And she talks about how to start a very simple gathering of moms. And that can be a really, really sweet thing as well. Um, So go listen to that podcast if you're interested in something like that. Um, Really, the possibilities are limitless. And of course, at the end of the day, I'm going to suggest more than anything, bathe everything in prayer. God is so good to provide what we need and when we need it. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your goodness to us. Thank you for the difficult times that you allow us to walk through, for the ways that you train us, for things that may be coming down the road. You strengthen us. You, It's like exercise. Um, we go to the gym. We work our muscles in order to grow them so that they're stronger and stronger so that we can do the next thing better. And sometimes in those little tr- seasons of training where you're allowing us to experience difficulty and resistance, we're actually building muscle. And so I just pray that you would give us eyes to see where you have us right now in this particular season. Show us um, if we need to reach out and make more social contacts for ourselves as moms, whether we need to find more connections when it comes to our homeschooling experience, both for ourselves and our kids. Um, Lord, we just need your wisdom. We need your wisdom. We need your clear direction. We thank you that in James, you said that if we asked for it, that you would give it to us. And so we trust and believe that you will. In Jesus' name, amen. 